Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Tony. And I'm Drew. Welcome to the Trust in the Machine podcast. Cool. Sorry, it's going to take me a second here because we're not. I'm not ready to record because there's a fucking mosquito or something in here that's biting my ankles. No, that's definitely going in the episode still. <laughs> oh. Hi, everybody. I'll be, I'll be honest with <laughs> you. To that's going to be our cold open. <laughs> Way to make it sound like I live in a hobo camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's Texas. I think if anybody has ever driven through this state, they're going to understand the idea of being bitten by a mosquito in your own home. Okay, but yeah. I'm from the north. Like, that's... Mosquitoes are way worse up there than they are down here. That's how, that's how you, you know you live so? in the United States. It's Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. Wait, really? Cause yeah. like, 100%. I, I yes. don't know. I mean, I, I didn't love the ones back in Ohio, but the ones here, it's like... The first year we moved here, like, I, I couldn't leave my house... Like they were waiting at the doors to, to attack I, no, me. No, I, I still don't think it's that bad. Um, but part of the problem I'm running into with this house is, uh, you know, again, I'm renting, which means that my desire to fix shit is about zero to one percent. And uh, whoever hung the doors on the front and the back of the house yeah. left about a thumbs gap at the top oh. of each door. Oh, no. So... We've Eyeballed tried it. like Eyeballed a, it. Yeah. We've tried stuffing it with like the the stick on or the nail on like threshold barriers yeah. or whatever and that just never stays up. So Well, thank you everybody for deciding to listen to us today on this episode of Trust in the Mosquito. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> today we'll be discussing is, uh how to keep mosquitoes out of your house. <laughs> is this yeah. is this uh car talk or is this uh you know this old house? We're we're we're, we're pivoting to home improvement. We're pivoting. Yeah, I I don't have the New England accent for that show. No one drives yeah. and everybody's stuck at home, so it seemed like the natural choice at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> well, honestly, it I would dro- be I drove I, I I drive. You're the only one of us. I have. Yeah, I forgot yeah. what sitting and in a car was even like. Have done that, so. I drove to get dinner today, and I realized that all of my attention span for driving is like, like I'm terrified now. It feels like such a foreign experience to get back in a car after five really? months of basically quarantining. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I go. Like, I go nowhere. I go nowhere. Uh, I pick up groceries. That is yep. the fullest yeah. extent of my travels. During this quarantine, yeah, you think it's weird getting back into driving. Normally, I I decided it was a brilliant idea to pick up a right-hand drive car in early March, and then oh, that'll do it. Didn't drive it at all, and then I get in it again, and I'm like, <laughs> I, and the thing that's even weirder well, is, is I get in it, experience. and it's like, it, it's yeah. been so long since I drove. I feel like that's normal, and then I get in our truck to go pick up groceries, and I'm like, where's the? the why am I in a left-hand drive car? Yeah. <laughs> You ask questions I ask every day of my life. <laughs> well, like today, I got my hair cut today, and the barber that I uh, always went to, he moved from downtown Dallas up to Grapevine. And so it's like a 35, 40-minute drive for me now to get to Whoa. him. Whoa. Oh, yeah, What's I mean, life like on the outside? Like, yeah. So, well, Grapevine still kind of pretends like this thing hasn't existed. Uh, yeah, that's fair. some heat there. But... Uh, anyways, like I show up and he's like, um, man, I hate to make you drive all this way. Like, thanks for coming out. And I was like, dude, I got to drive my car for like 30 minutes. It's been great. I like this. Uh, yes. I had to make sure I remembered how to drive stick when I got that Supra that I will be writing about soon. Oh, it's been like four weeks since I've driven the Miata. I need to jump the battery. Yeah. That car's going to get driven. I don't know the last time I've driven a manual is... Well, I mean, I, I have a manual car still. Like, I still own one. I just haven't driven it. I mean, I yeah. own two. I just haven't. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> well, one of them is on jack stands. I one of them is on jack. I mean, at any given time, either one of is those. The, a, the odds are if one of them is on jack stands, the other one is not. Hmm? Is that considered a permanent installation? <laughs> it was a, I mean, it's, it's, you know. It's a, it's a Corvette. It's going to be a barn find at some point. If you wanted. <laughs> if. Just, if you, some jabs. if you wanted to know about the status of the build, you could simply go to uh, this great website called Trust in the Machine and read Drew's story about it. Plug and then it. you would know about the status of it. Yeah. <laughs> Much to Actually, my eternal I think shame. The, the last manual car that I drove was your Miata. It was. It's like, a fun little car, though, isn't it? I that, mean, that, that's, yeah, that's the source that? of we all my joy. We went to go get dinner. We yeah, went to go get dinner. It must have been January. Or was that it? 
I got it dynoed in January, and you drove it like a, two weeks after the car got dynoed, I think. Which, oh, that car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's everything I dreamed it could be. Yeah. I still, it makes all the look, stupid I, noises. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I could get an NA Miata that had a straight-ish body yeah. for like 1500 bucks. Oh, they're going oh, up. You can't body, do that they're going anymore. Up. Yeah, I know. I know. I know <laughs> if I could buy a McLaren can't. F1 with a straight-ish body for 1500 bucks, I'd do that too. But the, those are almost about as realistic as each other now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson doesn't own one anymore, so your, your chance of that just, just went up. <laughs> Or went out. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, well, suffice yeah. to say, it's. Uh, I think everybody here has had what is colloquially known as a week, um, and I'm going to tell you what I do in my time to decompress from my job doing Excel, and that is to do more Excel, uh, <laughs> which makes sense. You know, that's totally fine. I'm not a sociopath. It's yeah, cool. Whatever. You do, see, it, yeah. it shows that you're in the right profession because yeah, yeah. you do it for fun too. So, like, like it struck me this week. So I was, I was sitting here thinking, like. You know, I, I did this exercise uh, last time when things got super busy, and I was thinking about it again because it got me into this, like, mental exercise. So the bullet Mustang, right? The You know, mm-hmm. we are talking about Mustangs last time. We'll just tie that in real quick. Uh, yeah. Bullet Slap Mustang sold for 3740 thousand dollars plus buyer's was premium it, at Meekum. Was it the bullet? The yes. Bullet. Oh, yes, it shit. was the Mustang from a terrible movie. I, I you know. believe that's. Uh, I believe the other thing that helped itself for so much was that it is on the National Historic Car Registry as car number one. Is it really? Whoa! What? Go it! Uh, I'm gonna the check it real quick. Actually, car yeah, the the National Can you Historic send me that link. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The I National need, Historic Vehicle Register. List. How do I get and, my name uh, on that? It's, it's a really good car. <laughs> you need to be incredibly famous. He's trying. So uh, write more stories about Corvettes. <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe, everybody. I need to get that my Miata on the National Vehicle Historical List. Whatever. I'm going to start a change.org position, uh, petition. Yeah, can we please? Yes. Get you on. Yeah. Oh, no. My so, apologies. It was uh, number 21 on the National Historic Vehicle uh, Register. Blackjack. All right. Okay. Uh, so, yes, it is. But, I mean, I, yeah. believe, that, I believe that being recognized by... Because uh, I believe this is an actual, an actual um, valid organization that uh, they, there are certainly, they, yeah, it says they have four hundred fifty thousand members. On members. So oh, they, uh, they're pretty. Be getting getting that stamp of approval for it definitely yeah. helped its chances. That's of pretty selling. crazy. So, but like law oh. of big numbers, how big is three million seven hundred and forty thousand dollars? And so I, I hear things like that, and I. I I think people know me as the R63 registry guy um, <laughs> online because, you know, like I said, when I get stressed out, I just do more Excel. So I, I went back and I, I tried to quantify how much $3,740,000 of Mustang is. So if you go on Bring a Trailer, and this was this was current through January of this year, <laughs> all 1967 and 1968 Mustangs, 73 have been offered, 44 have sold. If you were the winner on all 44 1967 and 1968 Mustangs. That includes mm-hmm. five GT350s, two GT500s, and two bullet replicas. You would have spent a total of one million six hundred ninety thousand one hundred and sixty-four dollars. <laughs> well, that's what I just that, I just call that a good deal right there. <laughs> which which that's, which comes that's to think, smart like, money. You you could have saved two million dollars by buying forty-three more Mustangs. At what point, like what? Yeah, but it's not the bullet Mustang. What is? Can someone help me understand what the fascination with the bullet Mustang? Because I feel like the the bullet Mustang is just something that people talk about, but it has absolutely no cultural cachet Look, outside of Steve McQueen I drove it once in a terrible yeah, movie. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the thing is that <laughs> it is not great. Um, yeah, I, I'm not saying that I agree with it. But yeah, for some people, it's like it's a car that Steve McQueen drove, so therefore it's intrinsically more valuable. Like you hot, know? hot I, take, hot take express. It's not even that good of a chase scene. Like there are bits oh. and pieces of it that repeat. Have you watched? Yeah, it? Oh. I have watched yeah. the whole chase scene repeatedly. And yeah, um, what year was? Oh my god, uh, I'm never gonna remember it. What year was the original Italian job? Oh, uh, was that right before or after? 
That was okay, it was similar era. I feel like, okay, I don't know exactly what your bullet was, but I feel like the, the original chase scene from that movie yeah. was actually significantly stronger than the bullet chase. I mean, the original Gone in 60 also, Seconds it had was Michael right Caine. the same time. Yes, That's, it did. You cannot, you cannot subtract the Michael Caine factor from yeah. this equation. My, oh, Michael Caine is a good actor. Steve McQueen just looked good. I, I mean, I'm just speaking directly from a, from a like a, a choreography of the chase and stuff. I, I've never understood the bullet fest well, stuff. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a cool chase, and like, I kind of think it's cool. Like, the, I like the torque thrusts, the gunmetal torque thrusts on Dark Green. I think it actually totally. is a color oh, combination yeah. that works. But yeah. like, I would pay however much it costs for a Mako paint job on a shitty '67 fastback that I had sitting yeah. in a barn. To make it dark green and then be done with it, and that would be the level of my my interest in building a replica of that. The the median price on your on your Mustang, like the median of these forty four is twenty six thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. So like the, oh, buyer, the bullet replicas. Uh, well, the bullet replicas I think were a little bit more than that, but nevertheless, like we're we're not talking big dollars to get the same car. Like yeah, you know it's 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 that I'm old just, like Roman battleship like when you replace every part of it. At what point does it become a different what you know whatever? It's 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 mechanically I, the same thing. Yeah, it is, and I like I'm on your side of the argument here, but I can at least recognize that there are people out there that do want it because it was driven by somebody okay. famous. But like uh, at, the, at the same, but time, I don't think that those people are like. Well, I don't know. Like I, I, I was about to say, like, well, I don't think those people are car collectors. Well, clearly they are. That's who am I to be a gatekeeper like that? No, that's that's but, true. And, 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 and but I think, you know, I think, like, are they yeah. buying it more for the fame, or are they buying it more because they really adore the Bullet Mustang? That's a question I would like the answer to. It it could yeah. be a case of like, um, you know, purchasing like an original set piece or something from an influential movie. Sure. Like, true. They, if you right. if you view the car itself, uh, in the lens of. Like oh this is the this is the you know table size model of the Death Star trench run, you know and this is a big part mm. of culture that I recognize I would get it but the thing is, is Star Wars is a good movie and Bullet is not so that kind of destroys the <laughs> argument. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I have to wonder what you do like yeah. and and this kind of like brought it brought along the whole thing like if you did have the money to have a collection and you you thought okay I need a th- Three point seven four million dollar Mustang to put in it. Like, I, I, it got me thinking about actually Could collecting I? cars and where I would park my forty four Mustangs that would have bought for two point one million dollars less. Could, I, could yeah. I have a Mustang with three point seven million dollars in the trunk? I, I mean, <laughs> I, I think my cate- collection? categorically, what we've proven here with the math, the like, the yeah. proof is in the like QED. Like, we're done here. Yes, yeah. we can do that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so this, this got me thinking, kind of in in the realm of, of collecting cars, um, which I guess now this is the collecting car podcast without Chris Harris, so that's neat. Um, but you know, I, I'm I'm going to ask us to kind of engage in the same sort of mental exercise, and and just at the beginning of this, before we really get into this, uh, I want everybody. You've got, I think you've got a, a writing implement in or around your vicinity. I want you to think about this question. You're going to ask it once, and then we'll answer it at the end. But what is the most number of cars and or vehicles and or bikes, helicopters, yachts, yachting, support equipment, whatever? <laughs> what is the most number of motorized vehicles approved by the Texas Department of Transportation that you could imagine owning at any one single point in time? So if I have um, seven ATVs because they don't have plates, that doesn't count, right? I w- well, I include ATVs because you do need to okay. register ATVs for off-road use. Wait, seriously? Qu- yes, you do. Okay. Damn. Uh, another question. Are double-wide trailers registered? Mm, only single-wide. Only single-wide? Well, I don't know. I mean, double-wide, I would think, would take up two lanes. Isn't that the... Well, no, they split in half. Yeah. You can, you can okay. usually only okay. move so once, though. We, we will count double wides, but <laughs> only true. in 0.5 increments. Please be discreet. <laughs> all right. Okay. Just yeah. shattering all my dreams. Yeah, That's yeah. true. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious because um, I, I have... I, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm putting down an answer with the, the idea in mind that uh, I have space to put them at least. Yes. And, uh, we'll we'll um, make that assumption, yes. Yeah, and that I don't need to... Um, Either I don't need to fix all of them myself, 
Or, if I have enough money to have the number of cars that I'm writing down right now, mm-hmm. uh, I don't need it to work, and my job is just keeping my fleet of cars yeah. running. <laughs> because it will be. <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yes, I pay myself hey. to work on my own cars. That's how I make money. You know, that's basically that's what GDP been done is, right? Before. That's, it's been done before. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <laughs> I almost almost lost water all over the keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) But really, so, so, and, and I guess we can get into this right now. Like, uh, yeah. Do we share our numbers? Like, no, 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 we'll share them at the end. I want you, I want you to hold on to them. I want you to think about it, mull it over, you know, um, because I, I think of all of us, I think I have come to this realization that I need to own fewer cars just like mm-hmm. maximize the quality over quantity and i can yeah. see the face tony is making right now <laughs> and i feel like i feel like tony's face is is telling me no no you can have both okay uh, i will say just quickly at the end yeah i don't want you to tell me your number i yeah. want to guess your number yeah yeah okay, no, i think no, we should no, do no, that. let's definitely do that <laughs> yes because <laughs> this is going to make it a lot more interesting. We are, are we going to be friends at the end of this? I think we will be. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm just going to have an opinion about you, and it's going to be wrong. So, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> or something like that. See, you guys can have that banter because I am super easy to read. Because <laughs> I have been yeah. joking. Do they make I mean, joking that big yet? Yeah. <laughs> I have been jokingly uh, using the Twitter username, you know, Collectrix of Vintage Hondas for like months now. And like, I don't, I'm not actually, I don't consider myself a car collector because a car collector to me has like, like, especially having, having worked with some, I think there's much more of a desire for uh, original condition and, uh, you know, sort of m- more, a little bit more focus on like um, that historical significance like you know the the bullet Mustang or you know yeah. important vehicles. That's, you don't think Whereas that's I'm too just narrow like, of a definition. Pardon of collection. Like no. you don't think that's too narrow of a definition on collection. I, I'm saying that's that's what I would use for like the the collector. I am not a collector because I dry. I just sort of thrash what I got. Like I love the fact <laughs> my my accord is <laughs> what would you call yourself then? I like, charitably like, like just charitably. Yeah. I guess like you know a collector is nice. I was leaning more towards like. <laughs> needs mental Collector. help in some way <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> custodian hoarder yeah i uh I, I'm well, not, how many cars do you have i own I, I mean at my house i have three and a half if you count how cars, many hondas do you own if you count ones that aren't here i have five it's diversification homes <laughs> <laughs> you gotta diversify your hondas <laughs> i uh yeah no i have i mean Okay, this is because I, I have an opinion on this, and I'm curious. How many Hondas do you own that are the same exact model? Uh, just the one. I, the, if you count the one in Costa Rica, that Accord down there, that's the only one that's the same. The Prelude so you, and the Accord are actually fairly similar, but I do have another. I mean, I've got the Accord here, obviously, in my driveway. Right. And I've got that extra parts Accord down in Costa Rica. But that one's probably just going to be used for parts. I don't think I'm actually going to do anything with it. Yeah, but yeah. like, but, but. You've got an Accord and then an Accord Aero Deck, which is definitely a distinctly different. Yeah, they're like, they're both CA five. Yeah. So like you know, that's what I was yeah. kind of getting at with it. So, but like it's different. So like, I guess I look at your collection, and I'm gonna use the word collection because okay. I think that's absolutely what it is. <laughs> uh, is that like, and I admire. It. I think it's really cool um, that you know, like I, I think in one facet of collection is like trying to have a diverse range of different experiences. It's like you have like from really, I would say barring maybe like a Ridge line or a van, you have pretty much everything that Honda's made. You no, know? Like you've no. Got, I mean, do you No, but you've got a, you've got a decent cross section of their product line from the eighties and nineties. Oh, hold on. Uh, ri- no, no. The full the full cross section of Honda's product line can be described as the Honda Odyssey, the original, to the Honda <laughs> Odyssey, the minivan. <laughs> Which I believe the original okay. Honda Odyssey was a dune buggy looking thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. Like you you okay. You don't have everything they've ever made because you only have five cars. Well, yeah. Made one of them is broken, and the other ones in Costa Rica. So like I have I have. Realistically, I have three drivable ones. Okay. So that's like, a, that's, such a, that's such a jet-setting thing to say. I have a car in another country awaiting me. <laughs> it was, it was, 
six hundred dollars, and I think I've made most of that back by selling yeah, off parts from this we six hundred dollars. We call that gold. return on investment. Mm, <laughs> yes. yes. How to make your cars work for you? That's an investment um, property at that point. That's like a two fifty GTO. You have a timeshare in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah but anyways no i was gonna say like i i think like for me that aspect of collection is cool where um you know i think collections have a purpose generally like when people start a collection not always but you'll see like people collect with a with a reason like they'll they'll target a specific type of vehicle or they'll target a make or they'll target specific models you know like there will people there'll be people that collect just mustangs you know from like the original to the you know the original fastback a bullet mustang maybe yeah. not driven by steve mcqueen you know and so like <laughs> new edge you know, bullet i think obviously there is there <laughs> there is like the chaos in collection that some people have where it's they just buy everything because it's cool those are called junkyards and they're you know generally like pe- their neighbors try to have the city condemn it um <laughs> we've all driven past that house uh, yeah i <laughs> live like, in it somebody who's actually somebody who's actually buying cars for a purpose you know like again like you you're a collector you're a collector. Uh, yeah um, yeah yeah it's like you you've got like a focused approach to what you want to buy Right, you're not just buying whatever comes along. No, you buy, no, like you bought no, an arrow deck, no, which is no, so rad. It, I mean, no, no. The the thing you got to understand here is the reason that I focus on Hondas as a as a central point of collecting is because mm-hmm. I don't have actual collection money, and I also do not have the self control to just pick one oh, car. So well, whoa, whoa, is not whoa. About money. Yeah, collections absolutely. I mean, I feel but like it's crucial here. It's crucial here because, like, yes, if I if you I need to have some. But not all. Yes, yeah. but like the reason that Hondas are chosen, and I, I wrote about this recently too, though, is like they for for three thousand dollars for an '80s car, you are not getting anything nicer than pick any Honda, and it will be in the best shape of any car with comparable mileage for the same price out of any other make. I I, I challenge you to take that test. Nothing wears better than them. They still run forever. They still usually, I mean, rust is a problem up north, but down here, it's not a big deal. Um, and, like, the interiors look amazing. So, like, that's why that's why Honda's are the focus. If I won the lottery tomorrow, and, you know, th- mm. I have, you know, $600 million or whatever Powerball is to Go know, spend on, on cars, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I would not, the first thing I buy would not be a Honda. I don't know if I believe that. I actually think you would. Actually, you okay, would. you might be right. I might buy an S2000 <laughs> The only thing better than yeah. one aero deck is two aero decks. No, I, the thing is, I, I will admit, as far He's as... He's going to have an aero deck monopoly in the U.S. He's going to buy them all. Aero deck the for SEC every day of the week, baby. Step in. As far as the... <laughs> as far as the, like, um, the collector aspect of, like, not trying to have all the same car, that I definitely agree with. I don't actually want another aero deck. I have no, yeah. I have no interest in a duplicated car. Um, unless I, I feel built I, them so differently for purpose that like they were no yeah. longer the same, like a rally yeah, but, car and like a street car, maybe. But I guess it depends on your motivation for getting into collecting too, right? Because some people just, you know, buy one car and like that's not a I'm, collection; they just yeah. buy a car. I'm yeah. Marge holding you know, so up like, two potatoes, saying, "I just think they're neat." Yeah. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> that's my motivation. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I feel I feel like there, there there are definitely some folks that are in it for like the preservation aspect. Like they have something yes. like one thing that is just super 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 super, you know, like they they have this like innate drive to rescue and save like the original condition of something whether that be from like mm-hmm. the engineering or the aesthetic. You know, I, I think we could all think of, of at least a handful of folks that have collections out there that are purely dedicated to, like, the weird. Preservation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, and, the weird and, that, and the rare. And to me is, like, that's, that's much more clear-cut as, like, collecting. Because you're doing, yeah. it's almost like, like, collecting to me almost has the implication that you're doing some sort of service to the car community at large by it's saying, a, it's like. It's a custodian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and I think that's not an entirely, like, wrong way to put it, you know. Your but I don't share the brand. Private. Yeah, I mean, even if your collection is private and not public, like by preserving those cars, you're still doing something for. Yeah, the I mean, my point is that I don't do that because everything I have is modified, and I, I've tried to keep cars stock, 
and I can't do it. I don't think they have to be. I still, I don't think you're ruining them. Like, I don't think somebody's gonna like look at your arrow deck as like. Oh, oh, you should have, you should have read the comments when I was uh, working at Jalopnik then, because party foul. Never read the comments. (laughs) No, I did, I did. I have always read the comments and everything. The only reason that I'm able to do so is because I completely, ironically, detach my entire like sense of self. (laughs) <laughs> from my being at will. It, it is a skill That's just I good learned. Life advice. <laughs> it like like the main thing is like I uh but I would read the comments and I you know people would say stuff in them and that's fine they can say whatever they feel like. I honestly like I usually read to make sure I didn't make a mistake and somebody corrected me. Um mm, because then yes. I would want to update the article. Like I don't want to be wrong. If, yeah, then you if edit it and you make them look like the idiot. No, yeah, I mean totally. <laughs> Um, but I had I had plenty of people tell me that I had ruined the car by by having I mean yeah. I had had it for like two but weeks see, when I wrote that story. Are so cheap. The car's not even like, modified from you. Like you didn't touch it. I, yeah, I, I yeah. literally just drove it home. Well, yeah. And it's like I guarantee most of the people that are making comments like that are people who would never even have considered buying an aero deck in the first place. Like if they were offered a chance to buy one, it's not like they're going to turn their nose up. No, come yeah. on. Yeah. I like, mean, some people just suck and they want to make shitty comments. So it, I don't, I don't. The internet. Yeah, you guys got me on Twitter. So thanks for that. Yeah, you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think actually like customizing or modifying something actually ruins its like historic or collection value. I mean, it, like, it does mean ruin its collection value just as some people. I, well, I mean, so, I mean, so okay, so are going to be uncollectible. Pe- Pebble Beach has outlaw classes now for Porsches. Pebble Beach also has hot rodder status. Like, yeah. like you look, you look at the the shifting mindset on what modification is because modification is truly like, yes, I think Corvettes are the best like marker for like human history because they they age like milk <laughs> occasionally. But like modified Corvettes take that to the next level. Like Corvette Summer, that car was hot for. 90 days and that car has been trashed for a long time it's going back through the ironically cool phase and now yeah. i just think they're cool again i'm the only yeah. one but that's okay that's okay <laughs> other people will come around but i do i do think there is absolutely categorically value in modifying like no, there is I, yeah, yeah. I, I i agree completely i think there's value to it i just don't think that uh I, it just it, it functions less as like a time capsule thing and i don't i don't know if it makes me a worse or better custodian but the thing is is like when i modify cars I never do it as like, oh, I would like a snapshot of the current moment. I modify cars as though I am a 27-year-old, like, in 1989-ish. And, like, that's the thing I'm going for. So I'm trying to guess somebody else's mindset from an era I never lived in to, to... Convey some think sort that of hurts vibe. your argument at all. Uh, like, oh, we are we are tapping on another episode topic yeah. that we are definitely going to do for the next episode. I feel like we are absolutely like oh. drilling right into the the aorta on that one. You can you can buy a car and modify it, but only with period correct modifications. I mean, yes. I've done that every time I've modified a car cool. now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm doing but, an entire build that's period correct. So like, nobody has not touched a D series motor in like 25 years i found an article in the super street from 1997 shot on black and white film when i was looking up tutorials (laughs) like this i'm building a time capsule to a to the 90s in 2020 what i wouldn't give to get that episode or to get that that uh that issue and take a look at what else is in that issue from 1997 super street I feel like we need to do that and frame everything else because everything yeah, in it is probably immaculate. 1997 is vintage. I was 23 years ago. I was That's two, two years away from being a classic car. 1995. 1995 uh, is a classic car. Uh, look, I'm the, not the, even that yeah, old. Men in, men in Black would could register for classic plates <laughs> in a year. Don't do the math on that. I can get classic oh. plates now. It just turned 25. Yeah. Yeah. Do I get, <laughs> I guess technically we do get lower insurance rates at 25. Is that how that works? We do. We can, I mean, do I have to bolt historic plates to my chest and only drive myself 2,000 miles a, a year? year? Cause I just saved a shitload last week. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a Geico ad. Actually it is. <laughs> this ah. is, yeah. Can we, can we sponsor them up front and then request gotcha. an invoice out back? Is that how sponsorships work? I just like to have, I just want to like advertise shit in a very like tricky way. Where I can be like, yeah, did you like that story? 
well, guess what? It was all an ad, ha! You know, and then yeah. <laughs> you like reveal the curtains. You my know, entire life is. My, gotcha. <laughs> I've joked with multiple people that my entire life in Persona Online is actually just a finely crafted ad campaign by the Honda Motor Corporation. <laughs> Don't give up the game yet. We're so close. Hey, Tony, your mask is starting to peel off a little bit. You gotta spot. Right yeah. <laughs> now, what is it you said last episode? Just, I, I, I am a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in a cord in a, in a clever mask. Yes. <laughs> no, but I, anyway. I don't even know what our. Oh yeah, I was saying something about I own too many Hondas. Uh, yeah, if I won, if I got a, <laughs> if I got several million dollars, I was gonna be like, no, I wouldn't buy an S2000, and then we all know I would immediately go out and buy an S2000 first. So you're probably right. <laughs> I, the main yeah. thing that keeps you from saying I'd be a car collector, uh, with a unique focus, is that if I had, and if I had, you know. More three million dollars, which to me is an yeah. infinite sum of money. Uh, I would probably try to get myself a two forty Z. You is, you would be yeah. I mean that's not which that's, is totally doable. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean they they cost like twenty five thirty grand for a really nice one, and like yeah. I, if I had three million dollars or three point seven million dollars, I would I would absolutely buy one of those, and that's not really on theme, but like yeah. I want one because I want to drive it, and that's kind of that also is like the collector thing is like I do. I, I have the cars I have, and I want to get more Hondas because I love them, and I think they're cool, and I like driving them. And I do kind 100%. of like having the whole like matching Honda thing. But like yeah. the instant that I had the ability to get something that I really wanted that was probably currently priced on my, my finances, I'd probably still go for it. I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't get a Datsun because I only get buy Hondas. You know what I mean? I would still buy the, a 240Z if I could. Yeah. But yeah. I guess like that, you know, like money aside, like what drives your your collection or your tastes right you know like because i don't buy that you only buy hondas because it's what you can afford you know i mean no it's because i can fix them too so and that that's also useful to mention in the context of collections i feel like you just won't admit that you love hondas no i i do i i I absolutely love (laughs) hondas but it takes one no one (laughs) but it's like it's because i it's because they are cheap and fixable and reliable like it i have it's not because like they're cool Oh no, they're cool as hell. Like, they're they're screwed. Okay. They're screwed See, together absolutely correctly like, out of the factory. Yeah. You don't need to reset yeah. anything. It's no, great. I mean, but the thing is, I had a Supra. Okay, that is that is to most people, in especially in like the Japanese car scene, that's one of the more pinnacle cars of coolness. And like sure. a Prelude or an Aerodeck is still for most people a downgrade from the Supra. And I much rather have my Hondas than the Supra, the, the Supra I had, um, because yeah. it is. Even if they are less cool in general, like I think they're cool. I love them, and I it oh, yeah. also yeah. is so much less work to keep my Hondas running than it was that Supra, because it just they are less mechanically complicated. There are more parts usually. It's it is, and you know, with the with I still work. You know, I'm not actually a multimillionaire, so I can't just be like, oh, cool, I'm gonna. Oh, take, weird. <laughs> I'm gonna take this month off and work on my Prelude. I can't just do that. <laughs> like, I have to do it. Usually, like, if I'm lucky, I get to do it in the shade. And um, I uh, I would rather have something that's just easier to keep together and running most of the time because a lot of my enjoyment comes from just, like, driving them. Yeah. So, and I, I'm still trying to, like, each car kind of has its own thing at this point. It's getting a little blurry, and I would like to kind of focus that more. But like Totally, totally. So, you know, my, my average purchase price on cars that I currently have is, like, uh, I mean, if you count, I traded for the Aerodeck, but I mean, if you if you use the value I originally paid for the Supra, uh, it, my average purchase price is somewhere in the neighborhood of like $1,700 or something, $1,800. So, I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> they're cheap cars, you know. I, United States dollars? I just want to make sure this is yes, not like yeah. Deutschmarks or something. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's USD. Okay, got it. Um, so, yeah, they're cheap cars, and, the, you know, I, I my, my main thing is just like, uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna take up the space and the insurance and the sure. time to work on all of them and like yeah. actually spend the money because I mean I still don't need to spend a thousand bucks on a CRX or whatever I just have poor self control so I do um, yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> it's not so much collecting cars it is poor impulse control uh, got it it is it is one part of each of those yeah, yeah. Uh, but like if I'm gonna pick those I'm trying to like I'm not only am I trying to like um, you know maybe consider a theme, but I'm also trying to make sure I get as much 
for my dollar as I can. It's like the CRX. Yeah, you want diversity. Yeah, so yeah. like the the Prelude is my manual car at the moment that yeah. I just like driving around. My Aerodeck is my slammed car, which I've always wanted yeah. a slammed car, and I have one. It's cool as hell. Mm. I feel yeah. I feel really cool whenever I drive it. The, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. the CRX is gonna be fast as hell, uh, which I've never yeah. had a car that it was just mind warpingly fast. And yes. then if I was gonna get something else, you know, I'd love to get like uh, a regular maybe. CB7 Accord or something coupe and you know lift it and rally it or something or just something else different uh, so that I still have you know as as little overlap as possible. Drew, did sure. I? <laughs> are you thinking about the CB7 <laughs> rally car now? <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> You're thinking of a CB7 rally car. Yeah, I am. I always am. That's, that's I have my whole to go shtick. now. I have to spend time on there, Drew. I have to spend time on car sensor now. I'll be back. <laughs> yes, I will fall asleep looking at Japanese classifieds today. So Neil, I don't I don't know if I would classify you as a car or bike collector at this point. Not I feel really. like you've you're, no 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 no. Let I me dabbled. let me let me let me put that another way. You're you're curated. Highly curated. All right. Maybe not now, we are curated out of Miami. Uh, Shout that, out to them. See, I get like I don't know. Tony might try and slip the the collector badge, but I think he he wears that. But like calling me a curator. Uh, hey, no, hey, I'm gonna a- a- answer me. Answer me this: Who made the office chair you're sitting in right now? Uh, I don't know his name. Probably Steve. Steve? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and where where does Steve, where does Steve work? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's not important. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> curator. Yeah. High quality. Yeah. That's I, what we're talking about. I think I think there was uh-huh. too much omitted yeah. there because Neil actually didn't want to admit that. But I'm guessing his chair is. Oh German. no, it's it's no, it's a it's a Herman Miller chair. Yeah. yeah. Drew knows yeah. that I have a, a like. I, is it fair to call it like a soft core f- uh, like furniture fetish? <laughs> That's there's nothing soft about that. No. No. Uh, nope. I kind of. Yeah, I have a oh, little, there, little problem. I, and I, and I feel like there. There, that that needs to be mentioned. I collect like, furniture. That's yes. probably true. There you yeah. go. Yeah, so you're a collector of furniture. Welcome to Trust in the Ottoman. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, like, I, I actually, I would say, though, for a little bit, I would say I had a, a small bike collection going Oh, on. you did. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and see, this is where, like, I was kind of talking about, like, purpose of collection, you know? And, sure. And sort of, like, that's what would drive me to do it again or, or go farther into it. Um, and actually, like, I really regret selling those bikes um, I had a 1957 BMW R50. Holy shit. So that was it sounded the so good. Third, third year that the R50, I think it was 55 was the first year. Um, but yeah, it was a 55, uh, sorry, 57 R50. So the 500 CC model, it is like the basic standard, uh, boxer twin post-war German, you know, motorcycle, um, had, you know, decent paint, Everything was working on it. Had decent compression out of both cylinders. It ran, but I didn't have yeah. the time uh, to devote to it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, so that was the the I would say the OG standard, just you know, plain BMW bike. Sure. And so then, the tap in route. addition to that, yeah, I had the new version, which was the BMW R9T, mm-hmm. which you I know, did like that from, bike. Yeah, from the ground up, it was built to be sort of the spiritual successor although it kind of turned into like the cafe racer yeah uh, did you have them both at the same time yeah 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 yeah. and so like i actually like that's why i enjoyed i enjoyed having the two of them together more than i think i would have enjoyed owning each one yeah separately you know because like my friend just wrote an article for the site about her ducatis yeah how how she likes the, the three of them she's got does that make sense and see that yeah, to like, me because yeah. you can like, see like the like I I enjoy that where you can see the lineage of yeah you know this has been like their brand ethos from day one and they've kind of stuck with that yeah but see um, and that's the thing is like you're you're getting to enjoy them both as like a, a um a time capsule and as a rideable device but you don't modify motorcycles you know it's like or they say what well you what? you can motor I would argue motorcycles are one of the most modifiable registered vehicles. They're so like, cheap to modify. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh and I say that I know I know you own a GS right now, so that's a different story. But nevertheless, what what do you mean? I've modified that already. I mean, not like in a 
you know, everything has been bolt on, but you know, the bike is not as it left the factory. Okay, that's that's fair. Maybe that's maybe that's the distinction then that is is really what separates my thinking from from yours, Neil. Is like, so your your bike modifications are going to probably be, and if I'm just basing this off of guessing what I've seen with Raven do with hers, but like her wheels are the same, her exhausts are you know factory upgrades or you know they're Turmignoni, so they're like Ducati mm-hmm. Mugen, you know, they're just like so so naturally paired together that they were almost meant to be um the you well know put. you can do like like uh her bike has a a euro um headlight switch on one of them because she had issues yep. with like the stator or whatever um you know so it's kind of got this hodgepodge of parts on it but if you look at the mm-hmm. bike um and you you know you stood five feet away from it it's going to look identical to the way it left the factory yeah. unless you know exactly mm-hmm. what you're looking for and, you know, most know. bike modifications I see are kind of in that category. Whereas, like, yeah. you can't look at my Accord and think it left the factory like that. Well, Neil, Neil I, you are you're modifying for actually, function, right? I would still actually disagree with that. Like, um, I think people go maybe, I don't know about the proportions, but I think people go way crazy on bikes. I mean, no, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying you know, in... Like, you know, and not just... We're not, I'm not talking just, like, changing paint colors, you know. Um, you know, like, people take you know, bikes all the time and chop the subframes off and turn them into, you know, like wannabe cafe racers or, this is true. you know, they add fairings or they, you know, take the fairings off, um, you know, and so it's, you know, a lot of it is, yeah, maybe bolt on, but no, I think like, I, yeah, no, I'm not saying you can't, modified. I'm saying you can't, I'm not saying you can't modify them. I'm just saying that I've seen your current BMW and it looks to me a non BMW motorcycle enthusiast, like, would have rolled out of the factory that way. You know what I mean? That's so pretty. It is. God, it is really bike. pretty, but like they, yeah. I can't distinguish That's the best livery they've ever put on one. I can't distinguish yeah, visually I mean, from stock. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking yeah, more in I the mean, terms of like, you're probably closer to what my mental idea of a collector was when you had your BMWs. If they're similar to your chasing the, you, yeah, you, chasing the yeah, platonic I mean, ideal of a BMW. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Whereas like I, yeah. I, I did I, not make I, my Accord is not a better car because it is on the ground. It's bumpier. That is the platonic and it... ideal of an Aerodeck, personally. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aerodeck should no, have I left the factory. Saying, I mean, I, I still, I still, uh, I don't know if I fully agree, but yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't about to do anything to the 57 BMW because what was cool is that when I got on it, I was driving a 1957 bike. You yeah. Know? And that, that in and of itself is an experience, yeah. you know, where you have to kickstart it. It has magnetos. So like you can't kill the battery because the battery doesn't run the bike. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it's, it's loud and the, f- it's got Earl's forks, which if you don't know what they are, that's why they didn't catch on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it was just, it was a cool experience. And so that was for me, the, the joy of owning it. Yeah. And, you know, again, I cannot understate how much I regret selling it. Um, yeah. Although I will say it has given me the opportunity now to buy the actual one that I should have bought, which would be the R60 uh, of that same year, because that's yes. boy. Hundred extra CCs goes Oof. from twenty eight to thirty five. Mmm. Those are Fiat <laughs> uh, power, Yeah. Me. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, so so for me, like that was the idea of like, you know, and then when I switched, you know, I could get off that bike and then drive the R9T, ride the R9T, and it's the same spirit in terms of like the, the intent that the makers were trying to go for. Like, yeah, it's a standard. It's not a, it's not a sport bike. It's not like a cruiser. It's not a bagger. It's not any sort of like, yeah, it's just, it is a motorcycle. Yeah. You're chasing, you're chasing that experience at the time. And like you weren't, yeah. yeah. And so like, I would love to get other motorcycles that are along that lineage. Like if I could, if I could have a collection I would have an R60. Uh, I'd probably have an R69. I'd probably have nice. an R... Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, an S, R69S. I don't know if that makes it funnier or not. But That does, actually, uh, yes. No, I mean, I'd love to have... It would be cool to have a, a sort of one of the same category of bikes from each decade you know, through the years. So like you've got a fifties, a sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah. You know, follow the lineage. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's realistic for me yet. Cause that would be, you know, even though motorcycles are relatively yeah, cheap, that would take up like one whole parking space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm an 50, enabler. 
<laughs> yeah, it would be seven bikes if I had one from every decade. Oh, one and a half um, parking spots. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think I want to do that because this is where I think the, the conversation needs to pivot a little bit is that um, I think you can have too many cars in a collection. Oh, hard agree. Or too too many too many vehicles in a collection because like yes. if I had one of every BMW from each decade, that's awesome. Yes. But you know, I there's only 24 hours in a day, 7 yeah. days in a week and you know, if I'm not actively using that thing even yeah. on a like semi-regular basis. I mean, I only drive the Cayman a couple times, maybe once or twice a week. Um Sometimes even like I've gone weeks without driving the Cayman. Yeah, the way the way I, the way I look at cars and is it's it's anything more than that I want to get rid of it. Yeah, it it's uh, like having having enough cars is like having enough cookies. Like you can have too many cookies. Like if you have a hundred cookies, you're not going to be able to eat all those cookies. It's just not going to happen. And I then they're going to go bad. Right now, Drew. And then you're going to have to throw them out. And now now you have less cookies, and you feel bad about the cookies because the cookies have spiders that are living in them now. The cookies are now a metaphor for my Corvette. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I I hard agree with you. Like I, I feel like yeah. there there comes a point in time when you cannot enjoy everything. Mm-hmm. Like there there is and and you know maybe if, if you have you know if you have a support staff that's around you to keep these things alive, like that's a totally different animal. If you get the resources the only to do that, staff I have is a significant other, and they are probably not always going to be the most supportive of a otherwise. You yeah. Know, uh, yeah, how yeah. Like no, no, no. Yep. You know, like I, and oh, for yeah. good reason because yes. you know, again, like if you have twelve cars, congratulations, your life is just th- those twelve cars. Like if you actually want to maintain that collection, yes, you know, and like if you can do that, that's great. But I also have to go to work, you know, and I also have other things that I want to do with my life yeah. that don't involve those twelve cars. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. Tony, what you got? I was just gonna say, like, what. I mean, granted, I can't get any more cars here because I don't have any more space. So that's my current limit. But if you, <laughs> I have run out of space. I like how you're. I like how you're. I like how you're chalking the the, the end of your collection up to a technicality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I only have this many cars, only because I don't have many. That more is space. a true statement because I found a three thousand nine hundred dollar Rolls Royce in Las Vegas this week that runs and drives, and if. I had space. I probably would have tried to talk him down. And the grand the editor side of my brain is like, no, no, talk Tony into this. <laughs> yeah, and actually, the angel I'm, side I'm, of my brain is like, no, 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 no. You're my friend. I, no. I have. I mean, to an extent, anarchy. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I would have made an offer by now if I had space, honestly, because I have wanted to slam the rear end of a Rolls Royce at I, limiter off the wall at a drift event since I was like 15 years old. I am ter- aware that they are terrible drift cars with no angle. And they probably make whoa, no, whoa, they probably make whoa, no whoa, torque. Whoa, can we, I'm sorry. This, yeah, this episode is now about Rolls Royce drift cars. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Wait, they have, Hold how on. do, how has, do we do? Yeah. Has a Rolls Royce ever been? There's drifted? some, a few yes. people that have built them. Uh, but the thing is, is like they, they actually went to the trouble of like building angle kits and motor swapping them and stuff. What I'm just saying is I want to take this trashy ass Rolls and just knock out the taillights at uh, a drift event. Oh my god! I just googled Rolls Royce drift. <laughs> I think car. I know the one you found probably because it's only a handful. Listeners, do that Holy now, please. Shit. Thank you. Y'all can log off. It'll help the listening I want experience. Who, if you have a Rolls Royce drift car, you need to have one of your tech crew sitting in the back asking for Grey Poupon <laughs> the whole time you're yes. driving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> like he needs to be smearing mustard on the wall as you Nego- go n- negotiating business deals on a brick Motorola in 1987. <laughs> yes, but I'm using this yes. as an example because I, I would love this Rolls Royce, and I probably could talk the person down because people are not knocking down the door to buy an 80s Rolls Royce full of dents with an interior that, that looked is. like it was turned. No to one ash. will ever know. <laughs> um, and I'm stupid it's enough; I would have at least made an offer. Uh, but uh, but Isn't I don't need space. Swap to Rolls. Can we do that? Can we K-swap a Rolls? Or do you F-swap it? You can you can K-swap it. I mean, you can K-swap anything. Yeah. I feel like there's like a 1UZ or a 2JZ. Like, you could you could argue that more from a Toyota angle. But I'm really loving the idea of like a K-24 Rolls. Like, 
We could we could do that. <laughs> we could. I need uh, a Rolls Royce with a nine thousand RPM redline. Do any of you know, know how why. to weld better than I do? Because that's also a current limit of my ability. It's a thirty nine hundred dollar Rolls. If it burns down, we're gonna chalk that up to you know it's a net positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I guess some people would call and that film practice. it, film it, and make bank on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, my rolls! Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, man, oh if no! You want a clickbait, a clickbait title. I burned my Rolls Royce to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new new album by Billie Eilish. Well, then I could oh, if we man. if we had that video if we had that video I could probably quit my job and I could have more cars because I have more time to work on them. So I'm kind of in favor. I feel honestly. like I needed. Surprised you had enough room to write down at the beginning when I asked you how many cars you could possibly see yourself owning. Yeah. Are you still I, writing I zeros like... over there? I feel at this point like my obligation to be like Tony, shh, Tony, no, <laughs> Tony, <Yeah>. stop, no. <laughs> but in, in any case, like if I had more space, I would have more cars. That's just a guarantee. Especially now that I know that Seattle okay. Craigslist. That's it. <laughs> That's the Tony guarantee. Because there's like if there's a bunch had... of cheap cars up there, and like they they love their Hondas, and they usually keep running. That's where I got the CRX. So, so like a pretty standard hangar size, like an aircraft hangar size is 60 by 60, 3,600 square feet. Yes. If you had a 3,600 square foot uh, hangar and you had some four post lifts, would you fill it to the brim? I would leave myself with like a little area to work. So yes. <laughs> yes. That's a yes. That's a hard yes. That's an unquestionable. The short answer is yes. There's not even de- like a delay there. God damn. I can't even imagine that. <laughs> I would live in like, the warehouse cool. to save money on rent that, so I could spend it on that Hondas. St- oh, yeah. That, that sure. stresses that's me out. Like I am stressed out thinking about soul. that because I'm thinking about yeah. the car that's like the, the third row from the back all the way on the far end that like like is 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 the battery tender plugged in like what is that car going to need how long is it going to take for the tires to flat spot on that car before i have to drive it again like i am stressed out thinking about an airplane hangar full of cars that i have to maintain it's terrifying i think it's super cool that people do it like i don't want to i don't want to say that i think it's dumb and nobody should oh no 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 no, no. i want to do it yeah because like i i can't like i i have two cars right now I think at most, I think I've had three cars at one time. Yeah, which is not a lot. You know, I depends on how broken they are, though. A lot of I'd wager that a lot of people listen to our podcast that have been like, yeah, yeah, I had three cars when I was seventeen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. So to those of you listening out there, sorry, I'm not like you. I want. (laughs) I want want to drive your Lumina Z34. Call me. Yeah. Um, No, I just I can't imagine having having so many cars that like. I don't even know how to finish that sentence. It's just too many cars. Uh, it scares me. I I simply f- want the experience of walking into my aircraft hangar full of cars with like five friends and being like, the keys are on that wall. Pick up what you want. Okay. Let's all go. That, like that's okay. That's cool. That would be cool. It'd be cool I, as hell for that. Yes. For that caveat alone, I would say, all right, I was short sighted. That's pretty cool. Because <laughs> I I will say like I've wanted to get a bunch of scooters. Um, Oh, like a, a whole gang, collection gang, of them. Gang, scooter gang, um, And because I have friends from Michigan that will come down and visit me every once in a while. Scooter gang. And we all ride those lime scooters around like drunk idiots. Scooter uh, gang. Which is fun. But, you know, why not make it more fun by giving everybody like a Honda Ruckus with a long arm, you know, long swing arm <laughs> kit, you know? <laughs> like i want to have i want to have a squad of like how to have the Honda lowest the lowest number of cc's for bikes. a mass casualty event yes yeah so sharing okay sharing your collection like that okay that's cool i'm i'm into that i mean another thing too is yes. just like i it, there's there's uh it it does cars do go bad if you don't use them admittedly but like it takes a little bit longer to do that I mean, granted, right now, in the middle of not driving anywhere, like we've been discussing, yes, I, I think yeah. having three cars to keep running is too many for me. Because I don't go anywhere, because there's nowhere to go. There's no, there's yeah. nothing to do. And, you know, I, it's, there's no point, like, to going out. You know, I, I go out yeah. once a week to stay sane and drive my car. Once again, but we like, all need to move to California or someplace that's not on fire currently. Yeah. So we yeah. can go have curvy roads. I miss curvy roads. Yeah. Yeah, but Hi, like, so, you're tuning like, in. This is a podcast of people from Texas. Yeah, I mean, every road is normally, straight. Normally, what we drive to work every day. You, you have, if you have 14 cars, I don't know, would that fit in the 3600 square foot garage? Is that a yeah 14? Yeah, 14 oh, definitely yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so you have 14 cars. You drive one a different one every day for two weeks. It's not going to go bad that fast. 
Like buy I don't think I buy nice batteries and now. they'll last. That's the only thing I ever spend good money I feel on like, in my car. I cars. feel like I, I break something on a car every two weeks though. Well see that's is the that beauty. Just me? That's As just me. somebody who owns tons of shit boxes at once. If one breaks, yeah. you just take it Play out of the, the rotation numbers. until you feel like fixing got, it. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm watching somebody in da- old downtown Las Vegas explain their system to winning blackjack. <laughs> I got a system. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's again, like going back, I think for me, and I, and I think Drew's probably in the same boat, I want different experiences with yes. cars. Yep. So like, uh, or bikes. Um, and... I don't know. I like. I want to have a sports car. I think an old sports car would be fun. Yeah. You know, something that I could do off roading with, and you know, maybe one more just for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think you know. I I don't know if I could really do much more than that because I don't know. I you know it's even given the options. I think I would still settle into a few favorites, and then it would start becoming like, why do I even have the rest of these? Eh. Yeah. You know. Eh, it's like, self-select. You see, want, that's why you need to fill want... the entire garage with Hondas, and then none of them will be your least favorite because they're all Hondas, and they're, they can't make a bad car. Checkmate. All right, you've got me there. <laughs> no, like I would love Go to get buy a, Honda a Volvo Crossroad. P eighteen hundred ES. Yeah, that's a I dream want car. a P eighteen hundred ES. The hold on the ES. Yes. The wagon, yes. Or, yes. Yes. You've seen my yeah, driveway. Obviously, okay. is this a car yeah. podcast? Okay. That's fair. Come on. I own the so Honda. I want a P eighteen hundred ES. I would love that, but I think the reality is that even if I bought it, I don't know if I'd drive it all that much, and then it would just sit in the driveway staring at me. You know. See, because uh, I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm passionate enough about the P eighteen hundred to own it. To like actually give it the care and attention that it needs, I would buy it, look at it, and I would get the warm fuzzies of like, oh, I have one. But I think that's kind of where that does. That would does end the for. driving experience scintillate you? I think that's the question that comes down to for me. No. For me is no, that, like I don't that's think the question. So. Like, if, does does the like the experience of owning it has to be more than just the presence of going out looking at it and saying, ooh, that's pretty? Because you can yeah. do that with art. I like, mean, go patronize the arts. Like that's fine. Yeah. Have you seen a slam? Well, way cheaper to own an arts. I. <laughs> I don't know. You might be underselling this. That is an art. That qualifies as an art. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Chuck so, it up. I don't know. I I, eh, I don't know. I could do it. I could buy it. I think I could enjoy it. Because there, yeah. there is an experience in that that I think you could sell as being unique. Um, it's slow as shit. Yeah. It's, you know, 70s Scandinavian bliss. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I think there's there's cool stuff to be had there. But I think I'd rather just borrow one from a friend for a week if I could. Yeah. And you don't, I, I you will don't, say you don't, getting the yeah, lower cars. You, you don't want a boat. You want a friend, friend with a Volvo. Um, yeah. To, uh, to just drive around and shoot pictures for him. Um, Cause I do a sure. lot of his, his auction listings. That is kind of nice because it's basically yeah. like a long test drive of a car I've always wanted. I don't have to worry about like buying it because like, I don't have enough money to throw away on, on the cars I'd actually like. Do you, do you think that, you would want to collect less if you had more access to cars that you wanted to drive? I think to an extent, it's yes. It's not a reason why we started the site. I just want to point that out. Yeah. What did you say, Drew? It's not a reason why we started the site. <laughs> nope, not at all. Oh, yeah, not at all. Uh-uh. I, but nope. if you want to, if you have a cool car and want us to drive it, contact us at <laughs> yeah. whatever outlet you can find us. <laughs> yeah. We are like literally everywhere um, online. It's pretty hard to miss I, us I, if you're trying. I, I post yeah. every 30 minutes on Twitter. No, I, I will find you. <laughs> I know that is. I know it's true for me though. If if I had access to some of the cars that I was fascinated with, but and okay, you know, I think I fig- I, th- I, I have finally cracked my code. It? No, I think I finally cracked my code. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, there. So, if I had a, I want a P eighteen hundred ES because I yes. want to put like, uh, Fuchs or whatever the Porsche wheels are. I want to put those on it. And yeah. Like I want to lower. Oh a little yeah. Bit, and I think those it would look, look good. good. And then I would have mm-hmm. a customized P1800ES. You know, when I drove that Starlet GT Turbo, it was like, this mm-hmm. is a really cool driving experience in stock. I don't really could, I don't think I could imagine myself having a vision for a build for this. And that is what has separated mm-hmm. the cars I have kept from the ones that I have gotten rid of. And the ones I've stayed interested in versus the ones that I have not. And that's, I think, the, the thing that kills my 
uh, or the reason I was saying that you know I'm not a collector is because if I have sure. if the the cars I want, you know, granted it would be cool to have a 3600 square foot garage um, full of cars, and I would still do that. You know, if I didn't have a job and could actually spend time, you know, just working on cars all day, I would I would still do it. I assure you, I'm insane. Um, but like, if I have a if I can get a car with a vision where I'm like. Oh man, I you know my prelude like I'm trying to f- figure out what I want to do with that, but the Aero deck is gonna get a new paint job and like I've got this whole you know trying to get like lighting for it and stuff. Got a whole vision for that. CRX is a vision. Yeah. If I could fill yeah. the garage with 15 cars, I had visions for at some point. Then yes, I would prefer to own them than I would to to rent them. Do you think you okay. would keep them though, like for an indefinite period? I don't know. Uh, the only car that I've ever put a ton of work into and then still got rid of was the Supra, and that was because the only way I could get an Aero deck was if I got rid of the Supra. I would there have kept is. the Supra if I could have. Yeah. I think you made the right choice. So I, I think on that note, after a lively discussion, I am curious <laughs> to see where these numbers shake <clears> up. <throat> so if you could if you could write with whatever writing implement you have as to what the number is now or think of it in your head, uh, we're going to go ahead and throw it. Uh, Neil, your first number, cars and bikes, what you got? No, I want you to guess. I don't want to tell Ooh, you. Ooh, me to guess. Yeah, you. Let's have some Three fun. Cars, cars and bikes and collectively. Bikes. Yes. So, so you're saying eight total? Yeah. Five or three and five? Yeah. Yes. Is Drew, it four and four? Sticking with that? I would go four and four. Drew got it, like head on. Yeah. <laughs> four cars, four bikes. Which I yeah I I think to defend that. Um, yeah, I mean I can have. I really want an air cooled at some point. I think having an air cooled and the Cayman would be a kind of a cool. You know, almost like what I had on the BMWs. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be cool to have that. I've got the Sequoia right now, which is just my general. Uh, that is car. Yeah. That is car. Yeah, it is. What, it is what, a car. What brand of dishwasher do you have? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. car. Car branded. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, one more could, you know, I could see myself getting uh, some other old car or sure. a truck. I really want to get another truck. Yeah. Um, like a, a midsize yeah. truck or a small truck. Then, Jeep Comanche. Um, All right. So. No, can I, and then four bucks. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I yeah. guess Drew's now? Because I think Drew said three cars. Drew. Drew has three. I could see Drew. At three, I don't think Drew wants any more than three. Yeah. Over the course of this podcast, I actually went from five to four. Oh, okay. <laughs> My, okay. Yeah. My, my my answer definitely comes away with less less is more. I, I think yeah. if if I had less cars that were on jack stands currently, that number mm-hmm. would be far greater. But uh, that's not reality at the moment. So it's uh, I, I I look at having more of a burden at the moment. <laughs> um, and you are granted, pushing like the if, boulder if had, up the hill. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is, I, I have yeah. Uh, I I am Sisyphus's Corvette. Yes, <laughs> I'm constantly trying to roll that Corvette up a up a hill, and it is not going anywhere because you know the bearing seized or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I need but, something for everything, but it has to have a function and a place, and also be mobile. Mobile's nice. I like mobile. Yeah. Well, your cars have generally been mobile. It's they just haven't been able to mobilize themselves into your driveway. Yeah, it's kind of a lack of locomotion and or, you know, trying so. to scale the Rubicon to get up in my driveway. But, you know, yeah. details, details. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, um, what? what uh, I, have, I have two numbers. I have one that do is I need, like. Do I need to give this okay. in scientific I know, wait, I have. I have. Or... I got to explain real fast. I have Can realistic, I... like, you know, my life is the same. And, you know, I have to yeah. get a mm-hmm. job and work yeah. like you know everybody does and i right, can't 47. just spend an insane amount of money on the cars i'd like and then i have the number that's yep. like what would i own if i just could what, I, money no object. yeah i win yeah, the lottery and, and what which, would I get? that's hold yeah. on like drew is that is that for still your money no object number oh 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 no <laughs> no no money, money money no object number that that number goes up to do i have a full-time staff <laughs> sure why not? A uh, a, a Peterson no Museum full of cars. <laughs> a, I would. I, I remember when I was like seventeen years old. I wrote a list of all the cars that I wanted to own on there. Um, I think okay. I had multiple variants of the two hundred and fifty GTO that made it on that list. <laughs> like it was like I remember sitting down one night because you know I was super popular. That's what you do in high school, <laughs> and I wrote down like maybe just like off the top of my head like two hundred cars that I would one day like to own. 
And I could totally like in my mind, when I see cool cars, I could be like, yeah, I could own that hundred percent. Do you have this list still? Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I could, if you have this list, it needs to get thrown up on Twitter for people's uh, amusement and or judgment. Oh, it would be awful. (laughs) It would, this, this is well before my JDM Renaissance, which is kind of my brand right now. Yeah. You know, as somebody who spends a million dollars worth of cars on Twitter every day. Of those 200 vehicles, how many of them were uh, GM or Ford products? Uh, the Fifth Amendment right in the Constitution <laughs> asserts my right. to. Uh, it was not as many as you'd think and still probably more than 40. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you, Easily. if you made me list 200 good cars, I, yeah. I don't think... Yeah, there'd probably be more than at least forty American cars on there. This is this is I I, I and I will challenge our listeners to do this at some point in time. Go try to spend, like I I would tell you because I've actually tried this. I tried to go spend three point seven four million dollars on cars, and at some point I got into Lamborghini motored Riva motorboats. (laughs) Like I'm like I've already spent all of my money buying shitbox two forty SXs. Where do I go from here? Um, but seriously, go, go try to spend a million bucks. Automobile magazine, put it out there to all of their staff. Like with a million dollars, what would you buy? And honestly, go try to do that. It is, it is a thought exercise that will drive you absolutely nuts. Bonkers, completely bonkers. But we, we we are getting off. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're, we're trying to like give Tony some room here on, on like the big reveal, because I feel like of all the collectors of all of us, of all the custodians you know, <laughs> if curators. if I had space, yeah, fleet but managers, not time. If I had space for yes. the same time constraints, and I have to fix everything myself, I would get a dozen cars. Forty-seven. Yes, if, and if I had that, if I had your... no space, if I still had to work, I mean, if I had all the money I wanted and space, yeah, and I could also spend all day working on them. But I was you held a gun to my head and you said, if anybody ever helps you with this, I'll kill you. I would have eighty cars. Yeah. That is the number I wrote down. All right, was that the initial number? I'm actually just, surprised. That's I didn't not revise. <laughs> okay, I, I, I saw your numbers going up. Like with our discussion, I expected it to be like I could see thirty. No, fuck it, two hundred. Yeah, like, them all to me. No, I'm I'm still saying uh, I have to fix like how, all of them. But like with a dozen cars, yeah. 200? The thing that's nice is I can have <laughs> six that don't work, and I'm sure I would for a lot of the time. And if they pick my dozen wisely and like i've got room for them and stuff i can they're gonna be probably pretty cheap to maintain i the main thing is i would like to move to a state where you can do buy driver insurance instead of buy person insurance and that would make it yeah way more doable because i can get a dozen cars i want for seven thousand dollars which is not undoable before i'm 30 like that is oh yeah i could I could pretty easily pull that off. I have cheap tastes. I'm like the Joker <laughs> in the when, second Batman movie. When, when are we going to Las Everything Vegas? I is like that is Saturday inexpensive. Or is that Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go pick up. <laughs> Everything I like is inexpensive, says the person that said they wanted to buy a $3,900 Rolls Royce, which I believe a $3,900 yeah. Rolls Royce is anything but inexpensive. <laughs> what does it need? Like Nothing th- and everything. If the car is thirty nine hundred dollars and Rolls Royce finds out about it, do they come and take the badge <laughs> off the front? It was already yeah. missing it, so they saved themselves a step. No, that's that's just it's a like Bentley. A clause deal. written in the sale. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I think on that note, we have uh, we've hit our time limit, and uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for hanging in there with us on this on this ride. Um, please visit trustinthemachine.com to see all of our absolutely magnificent content check out our old episodes and uh, I just want to remind you as always you can't kill God but you can kill Pontiac and that's pretty much the same thing good night everyone (laughs)